When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How's it going, people? Welcome back to the channel and welcome back to the Forever Arsenal podcast. It's Friday morning, bright and early, and what a shit night. Um, we're going to get into it all. We're out of the Europa League on penalties against Sporting. A 1-1 draw over the 120 minutes and a Martinelli penalty miss led us to this point here. But yeah, I'm back with the regulars, Lee, James and Jordan, who's away on holiday. So apologies for any delay in audio and all of that, people. If there is any, we'll see. Um, the video's a bit choppy, but he seems all right. So yeah, I mean... <laughs> way, he's probably in his back garden pretending to be a superstar. <laughs> Put his shades on and said, yeah, I'm out. Mate, mate. Mate, I'm in Brixton. This is, I'm, I'm local. You know, I mean, I'm, I, this is how I live. You know what I mean? it's just, just gone south of the water, like you know what I mean. Like, oh yeah, like I'm abroad. Yeah, I got the train instead of the bus. I'm in, I'm in, oh. I'm in Brighton. That's all. Where do we begin, lads? Where do we begin? Um... Well, I know a lot of people. I've got the ump. I've got the ump. I'm, I'm going to say I've got the ump. There we go. Okay, I can see that and yeah. I can tell from the way you're speaking right now. But go on, Lee. Let, let, let's start with you. You was at the game. Yeah. Um, talk to us. Listen, you either want to win the competition or you don't. That is my my thing, right? Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to be honest, I wanted to win it. But at the end of the day, I still think the priority is the Premier League and not us being not in it will probably in the long run be a better, better thing for us because of this Thursday, Sunday thing. If you're going to rest players, right, rest players. That's my. That's what I'm saying, like, you know. I got no problem with him not um, rotating the team and whatever, like, you know. But then once you do it, stick with it. Stick with it, like. As soon as it went 1-1 yesterday, he brings on all the players. What was the point? What was the point of resting Saka 
What was the point of resting party when they played over 70, 80 minutes because they had to play extra time and everything like that? What is the point? You might as well have started them and then took them off. You know, the Jesus thing, I, I'm, I'm, I've got the ump about that, but I didn't realise uh, yesterday that he, he had to come off at that time. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been able to take him off in the second half because of injuries. You're resting players. Some players are being rested. Other players are not. Saliba's not been rested in this competition uh, since we've been knockout, played in um, uh, Portugal. He's now injured. It's just, you know, and then it, it, I'm going to say it now, it ended up being a shambles yesterday. Martinelli, over 120 minutes. Gabriel, mm. 120 minutes. Shaka, 120 minutes. Ben White, nigh on 120 minutes. Saliba's replacement holding could hardly walk at the end of the game because he's he's played more minutes last night than he's played the whole season. You know, and if you're going to rest players, right? Why isn't Tierney being playing? Why is Why is Shinchenko not being rested for that game? Now people turn around and go, "Oh, we don't want to make too many changes because you don't want to lose the game." Right? Fair enough. But you still lost. You still lost yesterday, like, you know what I mean? I, if he'd have played a weakened team yesterday, for instance, gone with, why did he go with Ramsdale? Because, you know, you know, I don't know. But he went with Ramsdale. Play, play all that side. Say if Turner was in goal, Tommy Asu, Tierney, uh, the two central defenders, the, the backup central defenders, the midfield like, of, of Jorginho and whatever. And we ended up losing the game. I wouldn't have minded. Do you know what? I wouldn't have minded, guys, right? If if Jesus played 60, 70 minutes, uh, and more importantly, Smith Rowe didn't get a minute yesterday, not a minute that needs minutes. Where's he going to get his minutes from now? Where's he going to get his minutes to be up scratch if we need him? Like, you know what I mean? Play him yesterday. And if you lose, so be it. But what happened yesterday is that we play, we, we, we ended up going. I tell you what, I'm going to rest players and then, uh, oh my God, we might go out. I'm going to start playing all the first team players and then still go out. It was, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I'm really wound up by that. I'm, I'm not I'm not that bothered about this competition. I'm going to be honest because the bigger picture is the Premier League. But I, I just think he got it completely wrong yesterday. And if you say that, oh, you're, you know, you're a negative and whatever, like, no. You know what I mean? I, I went to Portugal because I wanted us to win. I went there last night, you know. And listen, it's a completely different atmosphere. I'm going to say a completely different atmosphere yesterday than than there was for normal games. I don't know why. It was more subdued, you know. So, so maybe the fans ain't up for it as much as uh, as we should, you know, as we should be. But but I, I thought we got it completely wrong yesterday, like, you know, and that's what I'm gutted about. If we'd have gone out... With with the with the with a a weakened team, I would have understood it, but we didn't. We ended up playing all of our players, and I I, I thought it was wrong. It was wrong. With all due respect, Lee, you didn't say any of this in the starting eleven. Oh no, no, I didn't. But I did say I wanted players rested. I actually said players rested, right? And I, I and I didn't say that on the starting eleven because when we went one one, I didn't still want Saka on or. Or, or, or party, which I have said when I went to Portugal. I said when I went to Portugal, don't want to see Saka. But Saka was out there. He was out there and played. So for me, it told it told me yesterday that we wanted to win that competition, James. 
because he, he, he changed it all around at the end of the day. Now, I'm, I'm not... I, I, I stress this now, and I say this now. I am not bothered that he played a weakened team yesterday. I'm not bothered that he played the team that he did yesterday. What I'm bothered about is as soon as it went 1-1, he went, oh, I'm... Jorginho, who you actually, let's be honest, was bought for these games, right? Stick with him. I've got no problem with, with, with the team, James. I really haven't got no problem with the game. What my problem He's actually playing quite well, Jorginho, as well. He brings yeah. on Saka. He brings on party. You know what I mean? Like We've already had to make substitute. We've already lost Saliba. What happens yesterday if Saka would have got injured? And I can tell you this now, another thing, another thing. They were putting it about yesterday as well, like, you know what I mean? Really putting it about... Could have in, could have one of them got injured. I just I I I accept the team, James. I really do. I'm not bothered about the team. I'm you know I was happy that Jesus got minutes, but why yeah. hasn't Smith Rowe got any minutes yesterday? You know, that's that's my beef. Not not not. I'm not I'm not got. I've not got the hump about the result. I've not got the hump about the team selection. I've got that hump with what happened yesterday, the way it all went, the way it unfolded. It, look, I'm I'm really not one to shy away from criticising Arteta. Look, I was the one after a four 0 win against Everton that said, "Hold on, that did not look as rosy as it all seemed." So trust me, I've got no issues, you know, calling things out. But I I, I will stick up for Mikel a little bit. Yesterday, I actually don't really know what more he could have done. I will be honest. I I look at the players out there, and with with whatever sub we made, the team that was out there was good enough to do a lot better than it did against Sporting. Now, the only thing that I could really go at Arteta for is, is actually hard. It's an intangible. It's hard to measure is, did he prepare them well enough? Did he you know, tell them about how important a game this was? Did he get them ready mentally? But that's really hard to know. The players out there, they went 1-0 up. The first 11 in that first half, we weren't our best. We were 1-0 up and they hadn't had a shot on target. We were, we were comfortable. Then they score a goal that was probably deserved off the amount of the ball they had and the amount of kind of territory they had. But again, they didn't do anything. It was an absolute wonder goal from nothing. And then that whole second half, we were absolutely abysmal. And he'd made changes to try and get us back in it. Now, two changes were forced for injury. I think you've got to say he did the right thing with Saliba, who probably, if that's a Premier League game, Saliba's probably seeing through the 90. But he yeah. didn't. They didn't want to risk it. So they took him off. I'm thumbs up for that. They did the right thing. Tommy Asu called four stingers. That's two in the first half. And then you're right about the Jesus. He would have had only one window of opportunity for another uh, second half substitution. So they got him off at half time, made sure that he got the right minutes and no more. So I can't really question Arteta too much. The players, as bad as we played yesterday, we had the chances to go through. Trossard hit the post. Gabriel forced two massive saves out of the goalkeeper. And that second half performance, I don't care what manager you've got, or what tactics and what setup he's given you, that second half performance was dire from the players out there. The only ones who stood up to it for me were Holding and Gabriel, the two centre-backs, yeah. who were the only ones who, tr who made it even at least semi-kind of comfortable in terms of at least not conceding goals. But Sporting were all over us in terms of having the ball playing in our half and all that. So... I hear you to a degree, right? It's disappointing that in a competition that we were desperate to avoid last season by getting Champions League football, it's disappointing that players ultimately played a lot of minutes last night. But at the same time, they're just going to have to suck it up. Like, you're, like, like I said, your football is you haven't had to play most of this competition. 
you've been called upon. All right, so be it. There's an international break coming. Is what it is. The players should have done better out there for me. Oh, I agree. I totally agree with that. And I totally agree that, that these players, right, there's certain players in that team now that, that won't play hardly any minutes now. And do you know what? That's there, that's on them. That's on them. Yeah. I'm not I'm not having I'm not I'm not this is not having a, a go at Mikel Arteta, by the way. This this is just you know, frustration of what happened yesterday, like you know. What I mean, he's put out a team there that is a, a bit of a mismatch. Look, I'll be really honest, we haven't played well in the Europa League. I've been, I've no, all the games. No, we've no. not played well in the game, and the reason that we've not played well is because we've been mismatching the team, like you know, it's got not, it, you try, make those amount of changes, you're not going to get the cohesion that you get, like, like on Sunday, like, you know, we know that. So, I, I get that, I get, I, I get that. My, my beef is yes, and I still say it, is that you know, yeah, okay. If you want to go down that route, I, I'm I'm happy with it. I'm happy with the route that you went down, like you know. But when when you end up losing it and playing all your first team, if we'd have won last night, you turn around and go, Do you know what, you've done the right thing. But because he lost it, it isn't the right thing. And listen, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to be like. If that was a Champions League or something, really gutted. I'm not that gutted about the performance. I'm not uh, sorry to, going out of that competition because I do think in the long run it's better for us. I really do. You know what I mean? First, we we, we now got we got games now where Manchester City will be playing. We, we'll be resting, you know, and, and it's really really on to really on to Sunday now, like you know. And I do agree. I don't. I, I, the Saliba thing. I was right by that before the before the physio got onto the to see him. Arteta turned around and said, "Get him off." I see right. that well, there you before go. he actually even got to the, you know, like they get on the mic, don't they? And they go, uh, then he goes, oh, he's got to come. Before he even got to the physio, he said, get him off. So, yeah. I, you know, I, I, I know that, that, listen, when you're saying to a player, I'll give you 60 minutes and then I'm taking you off. You know, it's telling you that this isn't that important, boys. It, it, it does. Because it's telling you that Sunday's more important. And I get that, you know, Sunday is more important. But we've seen this before. We see it at Spurs the other week. Like, played a weekend team against Sheffield United, then lost to Wolves. We can't afford to lose on Sunday now because this then will be a disaster. We need to win on Sunday now. And, and you know what? We win on Sunday. This is all forgotten. Yeah and no. I, you're right. If we win on Sunday, international break, we're eight points clear. It's forgotten about short term, but it's put an awful lot of pressure on, on us in the league. Not that... Not that there wasn't pressure on us in the league already, but now this is it. I mean, I really wanted to fight on both fronts and and see what we come out with at the back end because we deserve something. Yeah. And the league is still very tight. It's still very close. And we're coming up against Man City. There's no one in the Europa League like Man City. You know, the, essentially the Europa League, there was an easier path to success than in the Premier Leagues with, you know, yeah, seven games to go, five points clear. And I just wanted that, that safety net, that... If we was to drop points in the Premier League over the next five, six games that we're still in the Europa League and, you know, we're still fighting on two fronts and we can still get a piece of silverware come the end of the season. Now it's all eggs in one basket. And you're right, we we haven't played well in the Europa League full stop this season um, and generally under Mikel Arteta since he's come in. And, and, and that's not me criticising him, that's just me stating the facts. When coming into the game... I said it in my fan cam. I started remembering Olympiacos and I remember Villarreal and how let down I was by the performances on the night in, in in some of the biggest games we've had in the Europa League. And it just felt like another one. I don't, and I just don't get it. 
because you you've just talked about the lineup with James Lee and the lineup was strong. We all still predicted a win. We all thought we'll go out there and get the job done and and, and keep it moving, but we just didn't get anywhere near the performances that we see in the Premier League, and I just don't get it. And I have to ask myself: Is it is it the lack of a Plan B? And by that I mean maybe a Plan B striker, maybe Tierney not starting because the system we have is the system we have. But in Europe, it just doesn't seem to have clicked this this season. And I would have liked to see Tierney start the game for sure. Um, I guess that is our only plan B throughout the squad in terms of someone that can change up what we do as a system, someone that can bring something different. In all other, other positions, we've pretty much got like for like, where even when changes are made throughout the game, it's not changing how we actually play, how we progress the ball, um, the positions that the players take up. I, I, I don't know what to put it down to. Um, it's so frustrating, though. It's so frustrating because you again again I agree with Lee. I, I'm not too fussed about the Europa League in general, but I'm fussed about the way we went out yeah. because we shouldn't have gone out. No disrespect to Sporting, I think Sporting are a good team, but we are a better team. They was definitely better over the two legs for sure, without a shadow of a doubt. And that's the that's a cup competition for you. you the, the team better over the two legs goes through regardless of who's better overall. And <laughs> And we're out, and and I, I I can't pinpoint what it is about about us in Europe. I know a lot. There's a lot of laughs and jokes from opposition fans saying, you know, heritage Europe. You never kind of live up to it. But I mean, I'm not necessarily looking at at it like that. I'm just looking at the performances we put in domestically in the league, and the performances we've put in throughout the Europa League that culminated in in last night's. What is what is the big difference? Is it the way the European teams set up against us? Is it nerves? I don't know. It can't be nerves because if it's nerves, then God help us in the Champions League next season. <laughs> I know, right? God help us when the Champions League music plays and we've got away nights in Milan and, and Madrid and, and all of these places. We've got us. Jordan, I... Jordan, to talk to me, man. What are you thinking? Um, yeah, first of all, apologies for my my signal. If if it lags, uh, apologies for that. Um, so, first thing I think to say over the tie, the better team went through. The better the better team went through. I think over the two legs, we can't have any complaints. They were better. I agree with yourself, Turkish and Lee, that I don't think we've been good in this whole European League campaign. I do. You touched on it just there, Turkish, and I think it's maybe worth discussing a little bit later in the pod. But I think our record in Europe is actually really concerning. It's disgraceful. Our record in Europe is actually disgraceful. When we have the discussions around who's the best team and biggest team in London, it's Arsenal. It is Arsenal. But what gives Chelsea a fair argument is two European Cups and two UEFA League, two UEFA Cups. That heavily weights the argument and balances it in their in their favour. We, we, we need to... Anyway, we'll, we'll get to our, our European record in a bit. Lee, uh, Lee, mentioned, Lee mentioned earlier on that you're not having a pop at Mikel Arteta. I think you are, and I think you're right to have a pop at Mikel Arteta because the point you made, I think something I hadn't thought about. Either you want to win this or you're not bothered. Either you want to win the Europa League or you're not, you're not really... Nah, it's, it's a fringe competition to give fringe players a chance to play some games. The mix and matching thing, I, I, I think, didn't, didn't work for us in the end. 
um, I'm, a lot of people are saying, oh, it's, it's a blessing in disguise. Oh, it's not that bad. Oh, I'm actually really pissed off. I wanted to win this. I wanted to win this. I know, I know you guys aren't that bothered. I wanted to win this. No, and I did. If we win the Premier League this, this summer, sorry, if we win the Premier League this summer, if everyone's going to be caught up in the adulation of being Premier League champions for the first time in 19 years, and rightly so. But I will be thinking to myself, we're going to win a double. I'll be, I'll be the one, I'll be the one Arsenal fan, or maybe me and James will be saying, actually, it could have been better, and it should have been better. To not ever reach the quarterfinals of the Europa League is poor. It is poor. I'm sorry, it's not, it's not good enough. It's not good enough by 1%. So I think Arteta has to hold this one um, in, in a really big way. I've, I've found all the other defeats this season a way to kind of justify and not get too upset about them. The Everton defeat, one of those days, new, new manager bounce at Everton, cool, a bad day at the office. The Man United defeat, the better team lost in that game. The Man City defeat at the, in the cup, for an hour we matched them and they just took over. The Man City defeat at home, you can always justify it with, well, it's Man City, they can beat anybody. This was the first defeat this season I, I, I can't defend or excuse. We were poor. We were so poor. And you guys are saying poor second half. I thought we were poor the whole, the whole game and the whole tie. I thought the whole game, we weren't good. I didn't see anything from us really in that, in that game. I thought we were poor. It was just rubbish um, and very unlike Arsenal. And I guess my final point would be... I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The game on the weekend, I mean, we'll get to it in, in a little bit. Is, is, is so big now for so many reasons. But it's big mainly for me because once again, we have to show reaction. And we've been very good at this. We've been very good this season at reacting from setbacks, defeats, injuries, World Cup disruptions. We've been very good at reacting. We've got to react to take advantage of a city, city not playing this weekend. And we've got to pick ourselves up. I don't want to hear no excuses. I don't want to hear no mumblings and moanings. Get on with it and win the game this weekend. But just going back to the Europa League, I, I think of the two legs, the best team won, but I'm actually not, I don't really see it as a blessing in disguise. I see it as a team that is under a manager who keeps talking about wants to win everything and every game. And I don't think you get any, when you want to be a European giant and you want to be one of the best teams in the country and in Europe as Arteta wants us to be, I don't think you can get away with, uh, which we'll focus on the league. That's not how Man City think. That's not how Real Madrid think. That's not how Liverpool think. They, those big clubs, they want to win every game, every competition. And in our evolution, maybe we're not quite there yet, but the, the mentality that Arteta is trying to instill in this club is that every game matters. The League Cup matters. The FA Cup matters. Every game matters. So I'm not liking this, oh, some of the Europa League. No, I wanted to win it. I wanted to win it. Listen, I, I think he made some great points there. James made a great point as well, just come back on. The, I do think that he wants to win every game. That's why he, he goes a little bit stronger than what he probably would have done, really. Like, you know, I think that I, I think if, if I'll be honest, Mikel's probably thought, I, I, I want to win, but I still want to rest certain players and everything like that. That's the case. But I do think that he's not gone full, full win. 
on on changing the side around. It's no coincidence now, like we've gone out of all three com- competitions, the FA Cup, League Cup, and now the Europa League by changing the team around. You know, we went to Man City in the FA Cup and made changes. Not wholesale, but four or five was enough to lose the game. Today, yesterday, it was enough to lose the game. Now, don't forget with, with Sporting, we come up against a team that were desperate to win this because their, their, their league form has not been great. They put all their eggs in this basket. They didn't rest players. They went for it, like, you know. And they, they were the better team. Um, and I think Mikel will sit there and be disappointed today with certain players that, that let him down, like, you know, that didn't perform. Um, but he felt that he could 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 do it. At the, at the end of it, like, you know, I think the big the biggest thing for me, and it's that James made this point just a little while ago, not, we was all disappointed to be in this competition. Let's face it, you know what I mean? Come last season, we uh, we didn't want to be in the Europa League, we wanted the Champions League. We were disappointed. So I'm not going to be losing it because we're out of this competition. It's a competition we didn't even want to be in, lads. You know, let's, but let's be honest. We was all gutted that we weren't that we was in it. So from for me, I, I do think that that's psychologically got a thing on us. I do think that, as we said, we haven't played well in all these games because we've changed players around. But but for me, yesterday, that that if you're going to do that, that biggest thing for me was, yeah, great, get Jesus minutes. That's helped us in the thing. He hasn't helped us now for Smith Rowe. I don't know where he's where he's going to go from here now. I'm really worried about that situation because, um, you know, you bring in on Trossard that's just come back from injury. Why not bring him on in the last half hour? You know, second half. That's what I would be looking. I'd be going, oh, I, you know what I mean? I, I've been injured as well. I was a big, big part of this team last season. Um, but you're giving Jesus uh, 60 minutes and why not me? So I, I do think that there was a couple of things there that baffled me yesterday. But yeah, you know I mean? It's, it's on Mikel, this one, you know what I mean? And I think that he's big enough and bold enough to, to accept that. And I think that he'd be disappointed. But I'm with you now, Jordan. And... Uh, I don't think it's put pressure on us next uh, on, on Sunday. It was always going to be pressure on us. We need to win this game of football. And 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 for me, you know, it's true. Everybody, and, and it's the people hide around this thing of like you know because Robbie asked me this yesterday. What would you rather win Sunday and and lose today? Like you know, what I mean, was the question. And of course, you know, what I mean, you want to win Sunday, but you know, why can't? But, but Lee, it's, it's the wrong question to ask. It's, yeah, it's the wrong question to ask. Why are we? That's not how a big club should be thinking. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Fans and, I agree. A big club goes there and, and rests players and, and, and wins the games. You know what I mean? Like not a big club. You know, a proper team. You know, but there ain't that many teams that can do that. You know, uh, Manchester United. I've, I'll, I'll give them credit. They don't rotate. Very, very. You know, maybe one or two. But they, they they keep it very very strong. But they're not going for the Premier League. You know what I mean? Like that. I I do think that is. Do you know what? Look, listen, I'll be really honest. If we was fourth in the league, four points in front front of fifth, and we put in that performance yesterday in that team, I would be furious. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know. You know. Uh, here's what I think Arteta has to answer for. I think he has to answer for why. Excluding that FA Cup, and I'm not just excluding. Yeah, that's well done. He won an FA Cup. That is fantastic. He's already written himself in Arsenal history. Amazing. But apart from that, his performance in cup competitions has actually been diabolical. <laughs> Absolutely diabolical. Mm-hmm. Out to Forest in the cup, 
The amount of home ties were out. Olympiacos, Liverpool Carabao Cup semi-final, Sporting yesterday, Villarreal. We forget that was a second leg home tie. Um, uh, Carabao Cup earlier this season against uh, Brighton at home. That's another one at home. His performance in cup ties has been absolutely shambolic. Southampton knock us out the FA Cup. Southampton in the FA Cup fourth round away from home. We lose one nil. What we rotated? What do we do with our first eleven? Three days later, we batted them three one. You know that is where I've got serious issues with with Arteta and how he's performed in cup competitions. Because look, you have no divine right to win competitions. And that's why I don't, and I know not everyone takes the Carabao Cup seriously. That's why I don't laugh off anything. I think silverware is silverware and there's some merit to all of it. But okay, cool. And I hear what we're all saying about the Europa League. I was disappointed to go out last night. Like you guys, I wanted to win it. But I didn't have an issue with the 11. I didn't really think it was a case of you're either alternating or you're not. I got what he was trying to do. He wanted to go strong, but he knew that certain players needed to have a rest like Partey and Saka. And then he just called upon them when when he had to. I, I, I struggled to put yesterday on Arteta at all. I think the players out there were kind they were good enough. And actually I hear what you're all saying about the better team went through. I think the team that played closest to their maximum and their best went through and that was sporting and credit to them. But across the, the tie, the better chances still fell our way as poor as we were. The better chances still fell for us yesterday and we didn't take them. Trossard should have scored. Okay, it's a good save. Um, we had some chances in the first half. We should have we should have done better with them. Gabriel forces two massive saves. Penalties the lottery. That second half, right? Awful. We played awful. But if he, they don't score that goal, which is a goal you see once every ten years, it really is. And we get through that because let's face it, they weren't as much as they had the ball. They weren't doing anything with it. And we go through one nil. I know it's all hit if buts and maybes, but no one's complaining about that second half. They'll go, well done. You know, you sat back, you looked after what you had. They didn't really cause us any problems. And these are the fine margins in football. I really struggled to put anything on Arteta yesterday. I really looked more at the players. And now they've got to respond. And where I am with Turkish is, I actually do think there's an added pressure now that we're out of this competition. Because I actually think having the Europa League was a good, was a good cushion. It was a good, look, you're going for the Premier League. But you know what? You can still end up with silverware if things don't go right. Because as, as Turkish put perfectly the other day, we're up against a juggernaut against Man City. You know, we could win nine and lose two, which would be actually still an incredibly strong record between now and the end of the season and not win the league. Um, so I, I think it's really disappointing we, we went out. Um, but I don't think the players covered themselves in glory at all. I credit Martinelli for huge work rate. He tried so, so hard yesterday. But his, his quality was lacking in the final third. Vieira, I thought, actually had a very decent first half. But the game got worse for him as he went on. Really struggled to, to show anything. I actually thought, it's funny, because I hear what we're saying about rotating. But I thought some of the players that came in, Rob Holding, I thought he was brilliant. Yeah. I thought he was really good. I think Jorginho, it's a shame that his last action was to give away that really sloppy corner from a pass. I actually thought he played well. I actually thought he did really well in the game. Um, and I thought it was other players that I was disappointed as it went on. They faded. Xhaka, Zinchenko. Zinchenko got really poor as the game went on. Trossard, I, I don't think looked anything like the Trossard we saw against Fulham. Nelson didn't have the impact I wanted. So that's where more of my disappointment lies. Gabriel was still brilliant. And then I, I got a call out on penalties. Fair play for the massive save against Edwards um, in that second half. 
But Ramsdale was poor on those penalties. Three of them, he had a very good chance of saving because he he largely kind of guessed the right way, and and that put pressure that put an unfair pressure on Martinelli at that point. Um, so that was that wasn't good enough from Ramsdale either. Well, but largely, right. so the one before Martinelli, like you know, what I mean? yeah. <laughs> and I think that put pressure on Martinelli. I passed it. Just pull mm. that. So, like I said, I hear the, the, the bigger questions on Arteta with the cups in Europe. I'm here for it. Got an answer for that. I just think last night he was more let down more than he let us down for me. Jordan, I heard you wanted to say something. I see you making a face. Yeah, yeah no, it was my, I, I agree with everything James said there up until the end. I, I think penalties are the responsibility of the taker, not the saver. I don't buy that. I don't agree with this. He put him not saving one, put Martelli under pressure. I also watched the information station, by the way, great segment, guys, um, last night. And I heard you, you, James, and the young man with you saying that thing you just said there. Oh, it's 50 50. It's a lottery. I wanted to smash my computer and throw it over the balcony of where I'm sitting right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from that, great. Apart from that, it was brilliant. <laughs> Um, so I, I, while I, I do agree with you that I think Ramsdale, one of the three, could have done better, and he, he, he did the hard work in getting there, just didn't keep it out. I agree with you there, but come on, Martinelli doesn't get a pass. Score your penalty. Score you your can't penalty. have it. I'm sorry, maybe. But sorry, John, you can't have it both ways. If it if it's if it's not fifty fifty, then Ramsdale should do better. If it, if it's not just a bit of a lottery, if it is a lottery, All right. and it's well, it happens. All right, I, then cool, no okay, blame Ramsdale. But if it is a I'll case re, of quality I'll comes re, in, Ramsdale right. did not do his bit. You're right. You're right. I'll, 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 I'll retract what I said. There. I'll rephrase what I said. Ramsdale should have saved. I think a second of the third that he got close to. I agree, but I don't yeah. think that was necessarily the reason why Martelli was under pressure. I think that's independent of that. Score yeah, your fair enough. Score your penalty. Do you know what I mean? Whether it's the uh, crucial one or whatever, score your pen. I'm sorry, but yeah. Ram- Ramsdale to me yesterday, I've always said it, he's the weakest link in this Arsenal side. And I don't mean that criticising it. You know what I mean? Ooh, I think, I think I that we're, say. We're, a, we're a really good side. No, I do, I do think that, you know, I think he's a very, very good goalkeeper. Don't get me wrong. I say how good Arsenal are. That If I, I looked at a weakness, I'd probably say, you know, go on, then who's the weakest player in the team? Uh, there isn't one. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm clutching at straws in it. I do think with Ramsdale, um, and I noticed it yesterday, I do believe his arrogance and his cockiness is his strength, but it's also his weakness. It's also his weakness as well, like, you know what I mean? Is he really necessary need to be that far up the pitch? What what, what influence does he have by doing that? I see on corners, he's on, he's on, the, on the halfway line. Does he really necessarily have to be on the halfway line? I know it's part of the, of, of the thing. I don't know, but you know, and I, I honestly thought yesterday he backed himself to save that, and he and it, it all went wrong at the end. I actually thought he was going to get agree. it. I thought he was going to get there at the end, and he didn't. I agree. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not having a criticism of Aaron Ramsdale. I'm, I'm a big Aaron Ramsdale fan, and I mean that sincerely. I think he's a very, very good goalkeeper and should be England's number one. But it's a compliment to Arsenal. You know, when when people go, "Who's your weakest player?" And, and and I do think that it is him, and he's not a weak link. It's just I, I just think that you know there is an error in him. There is an error in him. But I I, I like I like the way he plays. I'm I'm, go, I'm not going to lie. I, I do like the way he plays. So I'm, I find it very hard to criticise him. But uh, 
it's an interesting point you make there, Lee. Sorry, sorry, James. Just quickly. No, definitely. Uh, because I, I, I agree with you, Lee, that I think the goal is his fault. I'm not hearing this. It's a freak goal. It could no, no, no. He's at fault for the goal. Let's have it right. He's at fault for the goal. Yeah, it, it, it is. But you shouldn't be get you shouldn't be getting beat from there. Yeah. So I blame totally on that. But where I disagree with you is when you say he's got an error in him. I, I'm not sure that's totally fair. I, I'm looking over the whole season. How many goals have been no. scored where you say that's Ramsdale's fault? No, I get that. I get. That. I'm not saying that all goalkeepers have got errors. He made a great save yesterday, and he does. He's, he's, he's not Lloris. Listen, I think he's a great goalkeeper. I think I'm not. I'm not being negative when I. I think he's a great goalkeeper, but what I'm saying is that his arrogance and and that is his is his strength and his weakness as well. That's all I'm saying. I don't, I don't think it's a criticism. You know what I mean? I, I'm I'm I wouldn't I wouldn't change Ramsdale for anybody. I'm happy. Huh? Unless it's a penny you shoot at, because I saw enough from that penny no, you shoot. Well, Next time, bring on the sub goalkeeper because he didn't have. He he was, he was close to saving them without being close to saving them. <laughs> yeah, it was a fact. We were saying that in the, in the stand. I don't know if you if you felt it like I I we, we actually said if if, if we're going to win it, he's going to have to hit one over the bar or something. He's not saving one. Did you get that yeah. feeling that he wasn't going to save? Yeah, one? yeah, hundred percent. I thought he's going to have. They're going to have to miss. They're going to have to miss. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'll be, I'll be honest, guys. I, I, I think you guys are being so harsh, and I know, I know, Lee, I'm not trying to be critical. I, I get the point you're, you're trying to make. You, what you're saying is we're so good that even a player we rate so much, and Ramsdale might be the one you consider the weaker player in yeah. the team. Uh, I, I think, I think Ramsdale is closer to what Arteta wants in that position than Xhaka is. What Arteta wants in that position, if that makes sense, I think I, I think Xhaka's shortcomings in the final third, in terms of that real kind of creative. Look, I know he scored yesterday, and actually it was a very good goal, and I thought he had a really good first half. Uh, and Xhaka's been brilliant all season, and again, it's it's still no one's been weak or anything. But uh, I, I think he'd sooner upgrade on Xhaka in that position yeah, than he point. will Ramsdale, um, personally. But even that's a compliment, but, isn't it? If you're saying Shaka's the weakest player in the team, like because it still shows you how good we are. Yeah, I don't even want to phrase it that way. I think I mean the one who's closest to being what Arteta kind of sees for the future in that yeah, role, yeah. kind of thing. I would think Martinelli's still quite raw in a lot of ways. So, so, so he's not the weakest for me in the team. And on the goal, Jordan, again, for me, it is a freak goal because if you actually look at Ramsdale getting back. He's actually he's reached as high as the crossbar. Like the strike is unbelievable, and I know we say, I know we say, you know, but you shouldn't be beaten from there. I hear that, but like football is played on, like everything, everything that man, like when managers set up tactically, whether it's man marking or zonal, or like you know how we never see players like on the goal line for corners. You know, you never see players on the post anymore, and every time a goal scored and it goes in at the post, everyone goes, why haven't you got players on the post? Well, because statistically, you're better off having them mark players in the box. You're more likely to actually defend the corner rather than give them a free, you know, rather than having less men do the marking. So I think the percentages will tell you that having him high and off his line is better for any ball that's played in behind or that kind of stuff. And they just caught him on that. It was an unbelievable, this wasn't like, it just kind of looped and bounced away in the net. And you're going, where the hell are you, mate? Like, it, he got back. 
and they it was okay. just unreal. Okay. It was unreal no, no, to me. You still got to execute, haven't you? Like I know that he's off his line. You've you know you've you're running at pace. You've got players around. You still got to execute that, and it, that it was a fantastic go. I, I I believe somebody else not recently tried that against Arsenal. It was a million miles off. I, I think there was that. one recently. You're right. There was one recently. But, but, but so it's something that maybe he's even they've even looked at. And if that's the case, that's the case. Maybe. You have to say fair play to him. Yeah. And and, and I just want I to think, say, I think I, 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 I think James. I go on, John. Go on, John. I was going to say before you make your point. I, I, you know, you, you're right, James. I'll, I'll again. I'll retract my point. You're, you're, you know, beating me today, James. You're beating me. Um, I, I think you're right, and I think over the course of a season pushing that high up, you're going to get more benefits than negatives. As long as that happens only once a season, I guess the benefits of being that high up the pitch, stop counters, et cetera, et cetera. So you're right. There, there are more pluses to pushing up that high than there are negatives, for sure. Yeah, and I just want to stay. I know I've been defensive of Arteta. I've stuck up for Ramsdale. I'm with Turkish, though. I, I, actually, I actually would rather see Turner in the next shootout. I'm not even joking. Just... Just because I don't know what he's made of. In, in the, whereas I, I, I've seen enough of Ramsdale in terms of him stepping up for pens that I've never felt confident he was going to... You know, two penalties haven't been scored, I think, in Ramsdale's time against us. And that was Bamford put it wide, Bruno hit the post. You know, I, I don't think he saved the pen. If he has my bad, correct me in the comments, I'll hold that. But I, I don't think he's, he's, he's ever really come close... Um, so I, I will be critical in that sense. I think on penalties, he's just not good enough. Um, and, and, and like I said, the performance from the team, shambolic. I'm gutted to be out. I just, I kind of felt like the criticism was going to come to Ramsdale for the goal and Arteta for the performance. I actually think the players around, especially for that second half, kind of let, they let Ramsdale down for even getting to penalties. They let Arteta down for me, for the exit. They, they, they had enough out there. And if they weren't up for it, and if they were playing kind of slightly in second gear and having an eye on the Premier League, well, that's not good enough either. Wor worry about that later. What about that they've not, I keep stressing, they've not played that much football. Man City, Liverpool, Chelsea, Tottenham would have gone pretty much full strength in all the Champions League group stages. There'll be six games where they've had to field their first 11. There's six more games than us where they haven't had the option of rotation. And most of them have gone further in, well, not really, but have gone a little bit further in cups. Again, not really, only Man City. So I just don't really, I'm, I'm disappointed by that personally. Um, do, that, I think do, do we have any thoughts, guys? Do we have any thoughts, guys? Just briefly, because we've already discussed it already next season. But again, just our European record. Uh, it's something that's really annoying me now. And I think it, it lets us as a club down. It's, uh, James, you said yeah. our cup competition is diabolical. I think our, our record in Europe is embarrassing. It, it, this yes. is the Europa League. If we can't even get to the latter part of the Europa League, how are we going to have it? We haven't even won it. And I just think it's really one final in the last six or seven years since we've been in the Europa League is just not good enough. And that final we got smashed. How are we going to... I want to win the Champions League next season. I want to win it. I want to win it. But if we can't even be sporting in the last 16... How are we going to get to the latter part of the Champions League? It's, it's, it's worrying for me. I don't know if you guys got any thoughts about the Europe, our European record and our approach to it in general. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I do. I'll let Turkish go first. I feel like you've got some thoughts on it. It, it is poor. Historically, it's been poor. More recently, 
in my opinion, in the Europa League. It just felt like, at first, we was kind of getting there in terms of we'll get one over the line during this period. I think it was a semi-final. Was it, was it a, a first season? Atletico semi-final in the first season. That's Emery it. took us to a final. That's and it. then Villa, and then knocked out to Olympiacos. And then Villarreal semi-final. It just out. felt like we was going to, to, to get one under our belts. And because we was headed because we are headed back to Champions League next season, I thought this might be the one. This might be the year we just get one under our belt. I don't really care about the competition too much, but we're out of the FA Cup. So, you know, we're fighting on two fronts. But I I, I am worried about why now i will not have you right john i will not have you drag that great theme tune through the mud okay drag <laughs> arsenal i love it not... it's faulty fans are singing that at the end i love it <laughs> look can i say I i'm as much as i love the theme tune i'm so glad i we are done with this competition I hate I hate the Thursday Sunday thing. I hate it. I don't even think it's like a, a scheduling thing. It should have a massive effect on Arsenal. I just hate. I just hate the. I just hate it. I just hate it. Thursday nights they're not for football. Tuesday Wednesday nights are, um, and I want more Saturday games and all that. But I'm I'm with you, Turkish. I, I'm worried about our European. What frustrates record. me is because I can't say why. I can't say why we're so poor in Europe. I can't put my finger on it. We play a team, I look at it, I'm like, yep, I'm confident. We go out and draw 2-2. Two, two. We play a team, I look at it, I'm like, yes, he's gone strong, I'm confident. We go out yeah. and put in that performance. That sec Over the 210 minutes, we was poor. That second 45 last night at the Emirates, we was abysmal. Yeah. Absolutely is, shit. Like, the reason we haven't, you know, we haven't done well in it is because he's not took it seriously. You know what I mean? Let's be honest. You know what I mean? He's not put out a full-strength side in any game. He's put his reserve team goalkeeper in every game before it. You know, I've actually gone over, like, you know, games and thought, oh, well, you know, big team rotation and all that. Like, mentally, I've been the same. I've been saying, I'll oh, rotate, rotate. You know what I mean? He's rotating it. You know, the, the re we haven't played... We, we're never going to win this competition because we've never been really wanting to win it. We've been poor. We're very, very fortunate. Look at the group stage we had. We had to go to the last game and hanging on. You know, what I mean, against teams that you know are, are very minor in the European leagues and all that. Like, it's been a poor, poor campaign. Let's be honest. What games excited you? In, 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 in none, none. You know what I mean? Like, we haven't put in a good performance in it. I just think that at the end of the day. James, you make a great point there. Oh, I want to get out of this Thursday. You know what I mean? Oh, I hate this Thursday, Sunday. Like, you know, you're a supporter. I'm a fan. I'm the same. Do you think the players are thinking the same? Maybe they well, are. I want, well, I wonder that because sorry, I know John wanted to come in there, but I, I, I wonder that because as much as I said it's not good enough, and it really isn't good enough. You know, to to not have the same mentality or, or the same. You know, they, they should be given their all. I I do. Okay, I want to make sure I phrase this in the right way. If the players, in a weird way, if the players are seeing the Premier League as the absolute everything, you know, well above their kind of efforts in the Europa League, like I can't, their priorities are in the right place. 
Like that is the right mentality. Like I, I want Arsenal's mentality as a football club to be: we can win this Premier League, and we fully back ourselves, and and we are giving it our all for that. I just want, I just want there, I want there to be that for both. But can you have both? Like, can you have them? Super emotional, supercharged, super, you know, everything on both fronts. And like you said, if Arteta really wanted to win last night. Like really, really, it was every, it was as much to him to win that as it was to win the Premier League. Then White, Partey, and Saka all start that game. So it, it is a difficult one. So even no matter how much you tell yourself you want it as much, you said it yourself. The stadium might have been a bit subdued. Like I kind of not. Can you blame the fans? But I kind of like. It's not special if every game is always one hundred percent the loudest atmosphere. The you know the, this is the next thing. You know what I mean? Then it's not special. So it's very hard to kind of strike that balance. And I just think in a professional, calm way, Arsenal should have got the job done. I never expected Arsenal to blow Sporting away. I never expected us no. to go win two 0 there, three one at home. Job done. We slap them up. I thought it'd be tough. I always thought this would be more to them than us. But I just thought even. At us at 75, 80%, we should have had enough to to stroll through, not stroll through it, but comfortably just get through and it'd be like, cool, whatever. Yeah, a big point yes, a big point yesterday, and, and this is where why why the team will struggle mentally in games like this and that. Saliba gets injured, like, you know, and you said it, James. If that was a lucky game, he probably would have stayed on, like, but there's an attitude, no, get him off. We've got bigger things to fry on Sunday, like you know. If you're you're putting that message out, but not, but you, you don't, want, but you're not wanting to have that message. But their message is there, like, oh, we, 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 get him off, get him off. We, you know, what I mean, we, we've we've got a game Sunday. It, it's it's mentally in their heads. I've played in games when you know that, yeah. You, you know, the manager's rested certain players because you know, you know, this isn't this isn't the be end and end all. And I get that. And it's not a criticism of the manager. It's not a criticism of anybody. That is where we are in this competition. You know, I, 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 you will not find a, an Arsenal fan, Martin Jordan, I don't know, but you won't find an Arsenal fan, right, that will say, I prefer to win the Europa League than the Premier League. And I prom- and, and one thing I will say, sorry, um, that Jordan made the point, if we win the Premier League, I'm not thinking, oh, it could have been a double. I am delirious. I'm no, no, two exactly. bottles of champagne on the go. Well. And I'll, I'll no, find... no, 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 no. The immediate joy of winning the Premier League, of course, we're all going to be drunk on happiness. Yeah. But there will be a little bit, maybe I'm the only person, but I'll be thinking, we, this is not a European League filled with Europe's giants. We could have won this. And I, I just think in six years trying to win this competition, this was arguably our best year to win it. My point was going to be, there's not many teams in this competition that I don't think we couldn't have beaten with our second, with our second team. You can't tell me that... You, I think even our second team beats Juventus. It's only maybe Manchester United that you have to pull out your first 11 to win this competition. I still think our second team is good enough. You can't tell me with Trossard, Jorginho, um, Tomiyasu, Tierney, um, I don't know... Emil Smith Rowe, Vieira, that team can beat most teams in the Europa League. Come oh, on. I, I agree. But, but, uh, there's no. There, there, there. Just grabbing the charge, guys. I get why you're saying that, but the facts are they can't. Hence, hence why we didn't. And, and also, which is a big point, now, Tommy Asu is not going to be about now for a while, I, I fear. I fear. 
you know, because it looked like the fella landed on him and like, so he might have looked like he'd done his ligaments or something like. Yeah. So you're not going to be able to rest Ben White for 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 games. So I, I I feel that you know, um, it ain't. It, listen, it's not the end of the world. Right? You know, I, I I I I'm all on this Premier League. I don't care about. I've I'm going to be really honest. The FA Cup was disappointing to go out against Man City, but we played well. You know what I mean? Even though we made a load, load of roads. I knew that when we when I see their team and I see our team in uh, in Manchester, I knew we was going out of that, that cup competition. I think maybe I'm a little bit more disappointed because even with the team that I felt that we put out, I think we probably felt we could still win. But I think maybe maybe I'm underestimating Sporting a little bit. Like, you know, I thought they were a good team. I thought they defended really well yesterday. Uh, apart from the one mistake from Trossard, I thought the goalkeeper had a good game. And they look like danger. I've got to say this at home. We do not look the same team. We don't look like we're nope, in control we of games. That's don't look like we're in control of games. We totally controlled the game against uh, Fulham. But even when we 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 don't rest players, we play our strongest team. We don't look quite as assured at home. It's getting to a point, Lee, and this might sound wild, where I'm I'm not bothered that this City Liverpool Newcastle run that we that we're dreading in April. I'm not even bothered they're all away. Like that's how our that's how good yeah. our waveforms been, and how shaky our our kind of consistency and performances at home have been. That I'm kind of starting to wonder. Well, actually, teams that will probably take the game to us a little bit more open. I'm quite glad that's an away fixture, purely yeah. on the way we've played, the way we've approached away games. I, I'm I'm probably regret that in a month's time. I'll Might be sat here going, oh no. <laughs> We've just been battered three times, but it can change just like that. I mean, it wasn't that long ago people were saying Emirates is a fortress again, and and, and look how you know, look how we're playing, look how we're getting results, look how we're dismantling teams, and now but we I never look secure. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But now away from home, I feel a lot more confident going into the games. But that doesn't mean that there, that there doesn't need to be an answer found for why at home we're, we're leaking goals, why at home. The, the, the opposition is having a good chunk of the game in terms of possession and threat. It's, it hasn't been good enough. And Newcastle, Liverpool and City away, as much as our home form hasn't been great, I'd, I'd still much rather prefer to play them at home just because of, you know, mm. what the crowd can do. And Yeah. Really? I, really? Really? Yeah, I mean, Lee. If you played them at home and ain't beaten two of them. Uh, yeah, I get that. I get that, but I don't... Listen, it's still a while away, but I don't think we beat City at Etihad. I don't think we beat Liverpool at Anfield. Maybe Newcastle, but I just don't see the other two. Good news is we don't have to win at the Etihad. That is the good news. But the, 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 it depends what happens uh, leading up to it. That's the point. Between now and then, let's see what happens. I think we beat either City or Liverpool. One of those games we win. Can I ask a question? And, I, and it was asked to me yesterday. We don't beat Palace or or Leeds. Do you think we win the? Do you, do you think that no. we win the league? Well, we've got to we've got to win both. We've got to win. Yeah. The, the, the I, 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 think we have. I think these two next home games, I, I must win. If we don't win, if we don't, if we draw against Le- Palace and we draw against Leeds, I don't think we'll win. Lee, it's a really good question, and let me tell you why. Because. The Palace game is, is 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 huge. If we go eight points clear, albeit we'll of a game played more, I think that gives us a nice 
it puts a bit of pressure on City, and we'll see how they react to that. But if we don't, if we don't beat Palace, I just wonder psychologically what that does for us. It, it's this this game is so so big for yeah, us. A, it, as you guys have said, it, it puts the sporting tie to bed to bed amongst most of the fan base, not me, but most of the fan base. But also, it it, it, it we're in the territory. Dare I say, we, if we beat Palace, we then go into the territory of if we don't win the league from there on in. It's kind of a collapse with 10 games to go with an eight point lead. Okay, a game played more. I've not bought into this thing that fans have been saying and pundits for the last kind of couple of months. Oh, if Arsenal don't win it from here on in, they've bottled it. No, but I think with 10 games to go and an eight point lead, if you don't win the title from that point, I think you're kind of into bottled territory then. Eight point lead with 10 games to go. I think you've got to see it through from there on in. I think at that point, if we don't, if we finish second with an eight-point lead, I, I, I think that's a bottle job. Uh, I, I think if we win our next two I've, games, we'll see it through. No, I agree. I agree. I agree. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's not an eight-point lead if they've got a game in hand um, and, and we've got to go to their place. So you're talking about one other bad result, potentially, and it all swings. Um so I don't know if it could be called a bottle job, but um, but but I do think I do think there's a chance, and obviously we're going to start previewing Palace, but I think there's a chance to um, almost like uh, set set Man City like a load of homework. And what I mean by that is, you know, those nights who just got so much work to do or whatever, and you just go, and you know, you're capable of doing all of it, but you just can go, oh, I have so much to do. I kind of I kind of think we can. If we win and we do go eight points clear, I want City coming back from the international break to go, okay, well, hold on. So we've got an FA Cup semi final. Our next Premier League game is Liverpool. We're eight points behind Arsenal. We've got to play a game more. And we've got the Champions League quarterfinals. And we've got so much to think about on that front. And you'd hope they'd go through that and play a semi as well. I'm hoping that they can, they might just be like, you know, that sense of, well, I can do this all, but wow, it's a lot. And, and Arsenal hopefully can just go, yeah, we've got the job done. We, we've got our three points. Now we've got 10 games and the next one's at home to lead. I'm just hoping these next two rounds of Premier League games, we can just stick it on them a little next, bit. I think Man City would be looking at it, right? If I was a Man City fan, right, I'd be thinking, right, Liverpool away. That's where they're going to start. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that... that uh, I think oh, they win the next two games. It's Liverpool away. But what if we can do is we can stick these two games. If 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 we was to lose one of those games, it'd be a massive, massive boost. Or draw one of them, it'd be a massive, massive boost for them. But if we can go eight points clear of them, that puts pressure on them to beat Liverpool. You know what I mean? Like to beat Liverpool, like you know what I mean? Like, and that's no, you know, it's no gimme. So no, I, I, I think these next two games are so 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 big, so so big. I think for me, the next checkpoint is eight games to go. By then, we would have played Palace, Leeds, and then Liverpool away. I want to see what the league table's looking like then. And then I'm going to lean to what Jordan's saying and say, we've still got that five, eight point, whatever lead come post Anfield, then we should be winning the league title, regardless of what fixtures are left. But we start with Crystal Palace Sunday. They haven't won in 12 games. They haven't won since the 31st of January against Bournemouth, last 11 in the Premier League. And they've just literally, about an hour or so ago, sacked Patrick Vieira as manager. Um, 
I hope oh, they get relegated blas- now. Blasphemy. Blasphemy. Blasphemy doing that. Well, the form hasn't been great, to say the least. I mean, I'm looking at their results and they've only conceded more than two goals in that period once, which is against Tottenham in the 4-0 battering. The others are tight, 0-0s, 1-0 losses, 1-1 draws, 2-1. Um, so defensively, they still got something about them, but we should be getting the job done. I mean, there can't be a new manager bounce in 48 hours. Or, or maybe I've just jinxed criminal. the whole thing. Criminal. Like, say that again, Lee? I think it's criminal what they've done. Like, you know what I mean, they've just been a fantastic performance against Man City. Fantastic performance. You know, the, the ball have left him high and dry without giving him a striker. They haven't had a striker all season. You know what I mean? Like, if they had a striker, there'd be a decent side. They, 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 they missed chances, you know. And um, I, I think they're going to live to regret that. I, I think Patrick Vieira is a very, very good manager. I don't know why he's he's been... All right, they haven't won the last few games and all that. But they've been they've played some difficult teams. They've been a difficult team to play, um, as we know, last season and, and, and things like that. I, I, I think it's very, very unfair. Unfair that he's. Uh, where, being, being where do they sat- expect to be? Where do players yeah. expect to be? I don't understand why they have this. It's crystal clear. Yeah, I, I agree. They I sh- agree. And the form, the form has been shocking. They've not had. A, I think they had like two shots on target in the last four games. The form was really bad. But I just think to myself at this point here, just hold your nerve. It may get worse, but are you going to go down? Are Palace really going to go down? I, Lucky I just to don't see it. Yeah, the, uh, the, the, form, the form they're in, I mean, they're in 12th place, but they're three points away from 18th. I mean, I'm looking at the bottom half of the table now, which is the first time in a while. Any of the bottom eight can go down. Yeah. Um, and to be honest with you, Palace, Vieira's gone now. Zaha's probably gone end of the season, free transfer. Yeah, it's over for them. I think, I think with Palace, they're just... They're a club that have done well to be in the Premier League for so long. I think it's been like 10 years now. But they've never really kicked on and, and got into Europe. I can't remember that. Did have they ever made Europe? They've never really kicked on. And I guess that was the plan. I guess they, that's what they wanted. But I don't know. I, I, I want to jump on that early point in the discussion around whether this was right or not. Because obviously Vieira, Arsenal legend. I, I feel really sorry for him. I, I really make it. Like, I try not to make it my business to talk about other clubs, especially I don't follow them that much. I don't watch that much Crystal Palace. A Palace fan could be in the comments right now and say, no, we've been awful. Trust me. And I hear that. Sometimes sometimes it's like it's like when Wenger was struggling, people kept telling me, what are you complaining about? What are you complaining about? It's like, hold, hold on. Watch it. Look at the trajectory. All those. So, so I hear all that. But purely on results, you're right. They beat Bournemouth on December 31st. On that, you lose a home to Tottenham. Okay, 4-0, but that can happen. They lose to Chelsea. They draw with Man United. They draw with Newcastle. They lose 2-1 to United um, on that day. I mean, they might have got something. They draw with Brighton. They draw with Brentford. They draw with Liverpool. You know, it, it's and then 3-1-0 defeats. It's fine margins. I, I Purely on results, I think that's really unfair. And they might have gone through a lull three games without shot on target. Listen, that is abysmal, right? I hear that. But you know, it wasn't that. It's only last season they came to the Emirates and were playing us off the park. You know, yeah. I, 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 I think that is Brentford really last minute goal. 
and, and I know they're 12th, right? But there's nine draws in that. That's the most draws of any team in the bottom eight or nine that's in that relegation scrap. They've only got 12 defeats. That's the joint lowest defeats. So, you know, you're talking fine margins here. You know, one or two, one or two of those draws are wins and, and they're comfortably near Villa on 30, you know, around 35. I, I think that's really harsh. But, OK, they've made the decision. I think it's typical timing, um, but it shouldn't make a difference to Arsenal. I think... I mean, oh my word! I, I sort of heard it more it with Sean Dyche. Does it suit Arsenal? Oh, I think it does. I think it does because I think Vieira would have come there, been very, very tactically um, tough to beat. I think you know they're a tough Maybe. team to beat, uh, Crystal Palace. You know, um, and and eventually that they would get something right. You know, but listen, I, I you know, I, I've got, a, I had a soft spot for Crystal Palace because of Vieira. I'm going to say like, you know what I mean, but. But yeah. now I don't care. I don't care what happens to them now. That's Let's what just stuff them. Let's stuff I them. I remember last season coming up against them and uh, and Vieira tactically getting the better of Arteta. I mean, basically um, exposed our flaws and, and, and got the job done. Yeah. So I think, yeah, on one hand you can say, is there going to be a new manager bounce? On the other hand, you can say, is it all going to crumble underneath them now? Because a lot of those players, I, I believe, likes playing for Vieira, likes him as a man. He's a legend. Um, not just of Arsenal, but the game itself, in my opinion. We'll just have to see the yeah. effect it has. Um, I want to bring up the prediction table. There is no change. Um, Could I ask a question on that? Change. Yep. If it had finished 2-1, would someone... Who, who, did anybody go 2-1? Yeah, Jordan went 2-1. So but... so if it would have finished 2-1 in extra time, would he, would he have been looking for the points or would he have nah, nah, no, finished what? at 1-1? Nah, you're wondering that. 90 minutes. Lee... Lee? Lee, first of all, I forgot what I predicted. <laughs> and second of all, if I had if it had gone two one, I'd have been trust me, I'd have been arguing my point. I would have been as well. I would have been as well. Oh, I would have thought. We didn't make that rule well. clear, you know. I mean, we, maybe yeah. Shiroi needed to get on here to to uh, confirm what was going to go there. Yeah. So basically, the predictions were: I said three one, James said three one, Jordan said two one, and Lee went two 0 no, That was the predictions. Yeah. You can't get extra 30 minutes to get your prediction right. So, no, he wouldn't have got the points. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I'll argue as much as he wants. But... I, mean, I think we need, to, we, need to, we need to revive that that, that rule there. You know, I mean, you know, well, I'm, we I'm ain't got no extra time left this season. So, we'll have to look at, it's another rule for next year, though. We'll have to have a look. Because you could actually say 2-1 after extra time or something like that. You could say, couldn't you? But I was thinking, like, you know, what happens if it went two one? You know, I'm pretty sure whoever it was would be been fighting that corner. I'd argue rather, you're rather than focusing on the game itself. <laughs> yeah. I'd argue if you're going to say two one after extra time, you might as well say one one in the ninety rather than the two one after. But but you know, yeah. I, I must admit, so this is the problem with this bloody game, like you know. I mean, as soon as it went one one, instead of going out, oh, no, we could be going out of the competition. I think ah, that's me lost points. Now I'm worrying about you three. You know what I mean? Because then you all had a goal. You know, it's not good. It's not good. Uh, for, the, for the audio listeners, 37 games played, 37 predictions made, 33 points. I'm top. Jordan and Lee are second and third, 31 points each. And James is fourth on 26 points. And it's Crystal Palace at the Emirates this Sunday before the international break. And it's prediction time. Um, we're over an hour in. You know what that means. People hit the like button. It should be at a thousand now if you're watching. If it's not, make sure it's there. If it is, Let's get it out to 2,000. Why not? A lot of love shown on the last pod. Um, it was one of my favourite 
ever forever Arsenal. So it's a shame that yeah. uh, we, we've we've gone out the year oh. following. Comment of the week. Sorry, I'm useless. I've got mine. Oh, yeah. I don't even have that, to be honest. Sorry, we're all too... But I will try to find one really quickly because it was a great podcast. I really enjoyed it. And thank you for all the love and support, everyone. I'll tell you what. I had had loads of people come up to me yesterday about it. Loads of people, like, you know what I mean? You know, first of all, was asking if I was well enough, you know what I mean, if I was got better. (laughs) And, and then, and then, like you know, what I mean, oh, I love it the way you slaughter James and all that. Oh, oh, oh thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Ah, thank you very much. I will, I will say, actually, uh, one of the funnest aftermaths has been um, people putting in the comments of the videos on Tactical Insight. Oh, I'm sure Lee's watched this. Oh, and and poor, poor Graham's been replying. Oh, what's what's I, Lee said? He's an old defeat. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you mean by this? Sorry, Graham. I actually did have one that I screenshotted a few days ago, and I and I've got it here. So I'm going to kick it off. I'm going to I'm going to go with Jordan Perry, um, and his comment says, "I look forward to this pod after every game. I'm a bin man, and I listen to the pod as I work. And I must have looked like a complete madman as I was screaming with laughter at the last minute of the pod." My God, you lot rich James for tactical. I happen to enjoy it as I do most, if not all, AFTV videos. Never stop this pod. Come on, you gunners. Love for the love. Love for the love. <laughs> I, I did see that one. I did see that one. Like, I, I haven't got a comment, but um, I wanted just to kind of clarify. Um, I described Gunnar Lee as the tall Arsenal guy. And someone in the comments kind of flecked. I've forgotten his name. So I want to apologise to, 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 to Gunnar Lee. Um, there was no disrespect. He's one of the few people whose fan cams I watch. Um, I, was, I was referencing a point that he made, but I couldn't remember his name. So it wants to, there was no disrespect intended when I was trying to remember who he was. But big up Gunnar Lee. Shall I go next, Sean? Go on then, James is still doing I said, uh, this is from Frank. I'm not going to say Killboy. It is his name. Yeah, and him as well. Uh, <laughs> I now watch the tactical show every week, thanks to Lee. Like, yeah, I mean, I think that's. See, I've, my job is done. Lee, my, my Lee, Lee, done. Lee, Lee, you know, you need to get some money from James and um, the team regarding that show because the plug in you're giving it, albeit slagging it off, is actually making people go oh, over there and watch it. 100%. Like. Yeah, I mean, 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And when this, when when newspapers release scandals to do with us, we should thank him for the publicity. <laughs> thank you, thank you for talking about us. Appreciate it. I, I did go into the comments of the last tactical, and a few people do mention Lee. It's, yeah, loads of them do. Yeah, it's all over. It's all over. Um, I, I messaged Lee actually on Twitter. He was complaining about Ten Hag. I said, "Have you watched Tactical?" He said something like, "Yeah, loved it." And I went, "What did you think of Trossard's touch map?" He said, oh, I must have dozed off of that bit. <laughs> <laughs> there was no Trossard touch map. I was just trying to catch up. You know what we need? Lee, send the invoice in, honestly. Get you some know money what we need? Man. We need the James and Lee judges tactical insight special one day. I think that's what we yeah, need. You know what? We'll do it. We'll, we'll do, do it. it. I, I, absolutely. We'll do it for Red Nose Day or something like that. Like, you know what I mean? So, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, this is from... Like David says, James trying to suppress his laugh about Lee's absolute gold. He tried everything, looked out the window, put his hand in front of his face and even turned his camera off but couldn't hold it in. I can't believe you guys spotted that. I, actually, I thought I was being subtle. 
I really did. Now, I listen, the best, the best for you, Dan, the best, and it was funny, it was when you actually turned the camera off and sneezed, like that, mate. It's <laughs> hilarious, like that, mate. So, <laughs> Thank you. It was really funny. Yeah, just you, are, you, are, you are, you know, you are a witty guy, I've got well, to say. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Appreciate that. We haven't done our predictions. No, nope, we haven't. Once again, comments of the day went ahead, but we move on to predictions now. Um, I'm going straight in three one Arsenal. Um, let's get the job done. Mm. Jordan. Uh I was going big before, but yeah, so stay big then. What's the matter with you? All right, go on then. Four one. Four one Arsenal. <laughs> yes, so easily oh, <laughs> Should be a dog. Put him on the lead. He was easily <laughs> led <laughs> Four, um, three four, one, one four one Lee. Two nil. Okay, two nil. James. My head my head says 2-0, but I'm I'm not gonna go for that. I'm gonna back the team. I think they're gonna wanna galvanize themselves and go, okay, let's put on a show then. And actually the Emirates will be ready for it. I think the Emirates will be loud and wanting to respond. Uh and I, you were at the game, Lee. Apparently that the fans were actually Cheering and we're well, not cheering, but singing for the team after the penalty shootout. Um, yeah. sort of trying to show some support. I, I think, look, you take the positives. I think we're going to win 4 0. Let's go out there, put on a show. I like that attitude, James. Like yeah, and I don't normally back Arsenal like that, so I'm I'm really backing the we team need, to respond. We need to win the performance, we do need to do that. There you go, 3 1, 4 1, 2 0, and 4 0. All still predicting Arsenal wins following our Europa League exit. What do you predict? Let us know in the comments section. Lineups, thoughts on the Europa League exit and everything we've had to talk about on today's show. Hit the like button, like I said. Any last-minute thoughts before I wrap it up, guys? No. I, I just want to reiterate the importance of the, the, the games. The game's big. If, if we do this podcast this time next week and we've drawn or lost that game, man... It's going to be a long international break. It's, it's a must win. They've got, they've got to pick themselves up, you know, stop feeling sorry for themselves. There's, there's a league to win. It's in our control. And go, as Lee said earlier on, go and put that pressure and give, as James said, give them something to think about over the international break and come back after the break and be like, right, it's the home stretch. After the international break, it's the home stretch. Let's just, let's just see it through and get over the line. But it starts with this game here. Eight-point lead at this point, I think, is significant. All bit of a game played more. So I don't want to be doing a, a pod next week where we drop points. Just get the just get the job done, and um and and, and let's let's do this. Hundred percent. Thank you, Lee. Thank you, Jordan. Thank yeah. you, James. As My you mate know. just texted me right, and he said like, oh, um, I hope Palace suffer now. Like you know, fancy sacking Patrick Vieira on St Patrick's Day. Like you know what I mean, bang out of order. Oh, oh no. <laughs> like, you know. So, yeah. you know. so like yes. Everybody have a good Patrick's Day for the Irish community. Big up the Irish community, come on. Um, Can I I just say as well, big up the Kenyan community. Anyone, any Kenyan gooners out here in Mombasa or Nairobi, and I'm going to Ethiopia as well, hit me up. Hit me on Instagram, find me, let's go and party. Let's do this, please. There you go, Jordan wants to be taken out, people. Go find him. Absolutely none of them will mess with (laughs) Everybody's flying to England now, aren't you? I mean, that's what they're doing. Jordan's here. See you later. <laughs> All right, listen, we're going to wrap it up here. Hour 15 minutes nearly. We are back after the Crystal Palace game, and Jordan's right. It is a big one. Let's go into international break, having bounced back from the Europa League exit. 
going eight points clear at the top because anything but that, then there'll be a lot of questions from us fans. There'll be a lot of doubts from the fans. And that's not the mentality we need over the international break, that's for sure. Listen, make sure you're here, subscribe, notification bell on, and hit the like button on your way out, people. Love for the love. Sports Social Podcast Network.